Talking Games Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 91 of the Talking Games Podcast. Hope you've all had a very good New Year's. Welcome back. Uh, I am Major. I'm joined here by Chloe. Hello. Long time no speak. <laughs> yeah, since the New Year. Since before Christmas, actually, because I couldn't get to the Christmas podcast, could I? No. I haven't been on it since then, because life gets in the way of things yes. now that you've moved the recording dates. Sorry. <laughs> We're trying something new. You never know, it might go back in the future. Uh, oh, <laughs> welcome back to Bam Bam. How are you doing, dude? You know, another day, another Thursday. Uh, it's good to have Chloe Friday. back in here, man. Friday. You know, it's been, it's been what, like, oh, you know, Friday, Thursday. Who knows anymore? <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're back. Yeah. Uh, it is Friday the 13th. Uh, I, hope uh. not, I hope you're not having a bad day. Uh, I, I suspect that I probably will do at some point. Um, I mean, I suspect I probably will too on account of the fact that I work in a secondary school with a bunch of 11 and 12-year-olds who don't know the meaning of the words shut the <laughs> up. Damn. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Clothes over here locking them in cupboards. <laughs> Jesus. I wish I'll be shut up. Major. <laughs> yeah. nice anyway, uh, we got DMCA this week. On Twitter, uh, Proxima Beta PTE Limited DMCA'd, DMCA'd our account uh, because apparently uh, we shared copyrighted or uh, leaked material on Twitter, which we didn't. We just talked about it, uh, but they DMCA'd our Twitter account. Nice. So thanks very much to them. Uh, yeah, I was I was not in, I'm not been in a good mood because of that. That's quite annoyed me. Uh, it's, um, they didn't even bother contacting us either to ask us to take it down. I would have done if they'd asked, but they didn't. They just, you just went straight for the kill button instead. Yeah, in, instead of instead of asking us, send us our, our contacts are open. They can contact us whenever they want. They just choose not to. Uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know about you, Bam. I know Chloe isn't, but you're not a wrestling fan, are you? Uh, yeah, uh, I used to be, but you know, uh, I, I stopped watching wrestling. Uh. I'm trying to think, man. It's been it's been a while. Probably during like the whole era when John Cena started wearing like orange t-shirts. Like right <laughs> after, like, right after like, like like right after all our favorite wrestlers just started to retire. Because it's like every time I turn on any any wrestling, whether that be uh, I forgot the one, what is it like NXT or something? They got like a every time I turn it on, I'm like bro, these wrestlers have nothing on any of the old wrestlers. Like they don't they don't cut themselves on the forehead with razor blades no more. No, no, I do not. There are no more drunks running around wearing t-shirts talking about because Stone Cold says so. It's just it's just so boring nowadays. I don't yeah, know. Eric, uh, this is more about Vince McMahon's fall from grace. I want to quickly touch on this because of the fact of everything that's going on with Saudi Arabia at the moment. Uh, people obviously switch into more electric cars and tech mm-hmm. that doesn't require oil. They're starting to buy out Western companies. Speaking of WWE. Uh, the whole situation there is kind of confusing, but essentially Vince McMahon was removed as CEO of WWE uh, mm-hmm. because there were six rape allegations, uh, including sexual assault against women he worked with. There was a report uh, earlier last year that claimed that he was banging on the door of a 24-year-old model who he had working for him uh, to her hotel room uh, asking to sleep with her. Uh, Ashley Mazzaro, she sadly committed suicide. Uh, a couple of years after that. Uh, but he's forced his way back into the company. He's basically held them at ransom, uh, claiming that he's 
he's, they have to bring him back or he'll stop them having any TV rights. He's now back into as CEO. He is being sued, which is a big deal. But there was reports yesterday that he had agreed a deal. Uh, now we don't know if it's actually true because things have slightly changed. He's now claiming he's not selling at all. But there was reports that he was trying to sell to Saudi Arabia. Uh, he was going to sell the WWE to Saudi Arabia, which would be a big deal. It's like the biggest news story in the history of professional wrestling, this. Uh, because if Saudi Arabia bought the company, there would be no more women allowed to work. And uh, Jewish wrestlers like Sami Zayn uh, would essentially have to leave uh, or they'd be at serious risk. But we don't know now what's going to happen because apparently this is it's, plans have all now changed. But essentially, he was uh, removed from the company and he's now le- illegally forced himself back in. There has been a lawsuit filed uh, because of basically demand to come back. Uh, that if he doesn't come back, he's going to stop them having any rights for TV. Uh, so he's essentially held a company to ransom. Uh, he's now uh, returned. We don't know now exactly what's going to happen. Stephanie McMahon, his daughter, who was CEO for about eight months, quit uh, following this, probably because she didn't want to have to vote against her own father to bring him back in. Uh, and I don't think that was the right decision. I think she should have stayed. But there you go. Mm-hmm. This is a that's the situation with WWE. I'm I'm want to know wondering your opinion on it because, quite frankly, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I say I say sell it and let them do whatever they want to do with it. Change all the rules. Get, get rid of Sammy. Then that way, that way the other comp uh, like I can't think of the name, but I AEW. know that there's another AEW will pick these wrestlers up if these wrestlers still want a career. So either way. If they did sell and if these people can't work because of, of what Saudi Arabia does, you know, dealing with how they treat women or how they treat Jewish people, whatever, mm-hmm. the, the competitor will pick these people up and AEW will become the new WWE, just like WCW used to be on top. Then then after that, WWF came out, which changed into, the, which changed into WWE, AEW can take up that mantle. Yeah. I, I, I'm I exhausted. I mean, but like, how is, I mean, how is it, right, that rich... Men. I mean, anyone saying about Vince McMahon is like this genius. He's not. He's not smart. He's stupid. And I, I, I will, I will back this up with facts right now. Vince McMahon did not create wrestling. He took over a company that was extremely popular and very profitable from his father. He then bought out all the competition, so he's the only game in town. That means that everybody's going to come to him anyway. WrestleMania is not that big of a deal. He bought out a company, took out all the competition, and then said, this is the biggest show in the history of this business. We're going to charge you 60 quid to watch it. He was the only game in town when WrestleMania 1 came out, pretty much. So everyone's saying he's a genius. Everything else he's tried has completely flopped. He's never had success outside of it, and he's now only forcing his way back in because his wife left him, his kids don't want anything to do with him, and he's being investigated for rape on six counts. The guy's so in the why, well then why is he trying to force himself back into... He's already back in the company. He's so already back now. He's like, yeah, somehow, some way, he got, he got to be like the uh, major shareholder again. So he's not going anywhere. But why? WWE is... Go ahead, Chloe, I... go ahead, Chloe. What I want to know is... Why does he want to do that? Why did he want to do that, knowing that his reputation has now been tarnished? 
Oh, well, he's in danger of tarnishing WWE. He's, he's never had a good reputation. He is the weirdest old man on the planet. Not only is he friends with people like Donald Trump, <laughs> but no, his best friend, his best friend is Donald Trump. He's oh. the weirdest guy ever because he will do things like he's he's obsessed with like oily big men. Yeah, but he doesn't cheating, care anyway. Though, cheating on his doesn't... wife of like 35, 40 years repeatedly. Like this, he came up with a story about 10, 15 years ago. I think it was about that, where he would have have a child with his own daughter on TV. He's a sick. Yeah, I remember that. But he doesn't, I chose the wrong time to take a bite of my. He child. doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't really care, Chloe, because like it's just like with the whole Activision conversation that like we always have. People are gonna go out, even if they hear about everything that Mr. Man has done, or even if 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 everything happens right. There's still gonna be people that's gonna come in there and. The shows are still going to be sold out because you got some people who's, who've been watching that shit since they were children. Sure. And now they got their kids watching it. So the WWE or wrestling has transcended into just normal. It's, it's, it's not normal television. It, like everybody uh, in the world knows what WWE is now. And, 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 and it spans from like people major's age, my age, my father's age, my grandfather's age. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how bad of a dude he is. People are still going to go out there and then watch those wrestlers wrestle for however long they do it. Well, I wanted to speak about this mainly because of Saudi Arabia's increased its stake in Nintendo up to six percent. It's, it's not just WWE. It's not just Newcastle Football Club. It's it's they're buying. They're trying to Marvel. take over everything. Yeah, they're basically trying. They're trying to diversify their income because they're not going to have oil anymore. So when that all yeah. people stop using their oil, they're screwed, pretty much. So they have to diversify, and it's usually stuff like gaming, football, wrestling, anything that people that people like or is popular. They will put their money into. Uh, they've they did have a five percent stake in the company. They've now increased it to six. Uh, they acquired over three billion dollars worth of stock in December 2020 in Activision Blizzard, Electronic Arts, and Take Two. So it's not just them. Uh, they also own 96 percent of SNK, which makes King of Fighters that game, which means they own Fatal Fury, Metal Slug, and the King of Fighters games. Uh, they've bought 5% of Capcom and South Korean game publisher Nexon. Uh, that's over $1 billion of worth. Uh, last September, they announced the PIF would launch a new savvy gaming group strategy, uh, which would be about $13.3 billion to acquire a leading game publisher. Many people thought it was Ubisoft. There is a huge amount of Ubisoft news this week uh, before we move on. Um, they apparently report was central to the Crown Prince goal of making Saudi Arabian economy less reliant on oil. Uh, they've continued investing in video game companies, uh, Premier League teams. Apparently, will be the WWE at some point. If that, if those uh, rumours are true, at the moment we don't know whether it is or not. Mm. But this is what happens. They are a murderous dictatorship that is using their money to pretty much buy out the entire entertainment industry as a whole. Every single form there is. And it's quite worrying. I mean, Nintendo Nintendo's done very well over the last few years. Uh, they are apparently uh, well, they have dominated game sales for 18 years in a row. Uh, they have dominated Japanese sales. 2004 was the last time the company didn't have the majority of the top 10 selling games. And they did oh, it last, last year, which it packed for, for Nintendo games. Every every single week, it was at least two or three Nintendo releases. 
I also think another thing that probably helps Nintendo in terms of game sales in comparison to everybody else's pricing. The pricing of the actual console you need to get started in the first yeah. place. Because with that, you're only looking at about two, three hundred quid. Whereas with others, you could be looking at double that. That's that's a fair point. You can get obviously cheap, I think it's about 170, 180 for the Switch Lite, roughly. Yeah, that's what I yeah. yeah. That's, that's, so that's it, the it, it is more accessible. And obviously we spoke about this last week. They do have a large amount of games, they do have a lot of indie games on their title, which are usually cheaper. They're not charging £60 for, mm. for an indie title. So they do have a lot of orders. But the biggest games that they release are first-party Nintendo games, which cost £60, £70. Well, yeah, that's it's just the case that people like these games more. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's because they're just the more popular ones. Like, somebody... like So my younger brother got a Switch not too long ago. Yeah. He's not... the. The first game he was going to jump to would have been, I can't remember what the first game he bought was, but I think it was one of the Pokemon games. It's going to be something like that because that's something he knows about rather than an indie game nobody knows anything about. Well, that's not the only reason, though. Like, another reason why those games are selling like hotcakes is because if I'm going to a restaurant and if the restaurant only serves me pizza, but there is no burgers... There are, like there are no like no types of sandwiches. There's, there's there's no kind of subs. If all they have is pizza, I'm gonna be forced to buy pizza because that's the problem with the Nintendo Switch. Is that yeah, like even though those first party games are great, there are no third party games on there. You cannot play Rockstar games on there. I'm like what I'm saying is that you can't get any of these big third party games. Like, yeah, like you can play some of them on the cloud, but the majority of these third party games that you can play on PlayStation and Xbox, you can't play that. So if all I have is just one option of games to play and buy, I'm gonna buy those games. Yes. Yes. However, anybody that buys a switch is going to be aware of that. So that's not the switch. But that's not the point. But that's not the point, though, Floyd. The the point is, is that Major said that these games are selling the most out of out of out of anything. But there's a reason for that, and that's because these games aren't. You can't you can't play anything other than those games on the Nintendo Switch. Those are the only games that anybody who buys a Switch, whether if you're a five-year-old and then if, if your parents buy these games for you, and that's something else. Parents like myself, I'm going to buy my child these Nintendo games before I buy them Call of Duty well, or Grand Theft yeah. Auto. I'm- but this, this, this list also includes PlayStation and Xbox titles. It's not just Nintendo Switch. The fact yeah, is, but is that Nintendo- came out. Persona 5 came out on the Switch and it did not sell more than what it sold on the PlayStation. 13 of Japan's last 19 annual bestsellers were all published by Nintendo. 2004, Japan's annual best-selling game has been a non-Nintendo platform only twice. Uh, on the hardware front, only one year in the last 18 has seen a non-Nintendo console on top, which was the PSP in 2010. In every single year after that, it's either been DS, 3DS, or Nintendo Switch. The top 10 best-selling physical games in Japan last year, nine of them are on Switch. The Elden Ring, the game of the year that won so many awards, was number 10. So are we talking first about nine Japan sales or are we talking about everywhere? Because there's a reason why Nintendo sells so well. You just you just named three things that came out and mentioned three things that did well on Switch. And I can tell you and point to a main factor in all of those. Japan is a handheld gamer's world. Japan is a is is, is a mobile gaming place. That's why all yeah. they play cell phone games, they play 3DS games, they play DS games, and now they got the Switch. If, if PlayStation came out with a portable, and, and if the Japan developers supported it, I would like to say that that would probably be doing better than the Switch. 
I'll tell you what else. In Europe, Nintendo Switch uh, also led industry sales above PlayStation and Xbox. So it's not just Japan. It's how long was this? Of Europe as well. Say that how long was that? this, though? I'm saying, like, what year was this? Like, that was last year, 2022. Nintendo Switch was topped Europe industry sales in 2022. Uh, that's according to Retail Monitor GSD, uh, which was published by GamesIndustry.biz. Uh, on the hardware front, they sold 5.3 million consoles in Europe last year, which was down on 2021, but is still the most dominant. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's what, $300 for a Switch? $200 yeah. for a Switch Lite? It's, it's, it's mad cheap. Yeah. Play PS5 came second. Uh, they were down 35%. Xbox uh, were down 4.4% year on year. Uh, they came in third. Uh, in terms yeah. of software, they sold 159 million consoles, a uh, million console games. PC games was sold across 31 tracked European markets. That was a decline of 7% from 2021. Uh, the data covers all physical games in all major countries and digital sales from almost all AAA publishers, uh, Nintendo being the most notable exception. 82.5 million games were sold digitally. 76.6 million were sold through physical retailers, with FIFA 23 being the most sold game of last year, uh, above God of War. That was in the UK? That was in Europe, the whole of Europe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that FIFA, doesn't FIFA, me. Call of Duty, Elden Ring, GTA 5 for some reason, and FIFA 22, so Electronic Arts has got two in the top five best-selling games the entirety of Europe from last year. And they're both FIFA. And yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense if it's, if it's Europe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the US versions yet, uh, but speaking of Nintendo, uh, Ubisoft, this is a, kind of a worrying situation for this publisher, Dan. Is it, though? Oh, but it is. Um, Romeo and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, sold extremely poorly. But think about uh, why, though. It came out the same month as Call of Duty. What was they going to do? But even then, it was out on Switch. It got a heavy amount of marketing. I know for a fact that they didn't send it to all re- to all reviewers as well. They only sent yeah. it to a select few. We requested one. Ours is still sitting on pending since. They didn't. They don't even bother answering. It was a great game, man. I like. I liked it. Uh, Ubisoft said it was surprised by the underperformance of that game and the sales. Uh, they believe the economic environment has pushed players to bigger brands. It's Mario and Rabbids. It's Mario. That's it's. You can't say it's a bigger like to bigger brands. You don't get really much bigger in gaming than Mario. No. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a. It's not a conventional Mario game. No, but you, it's still a Mario spin-off. You can have Mario. Oh, Mario plays Mario Golf, for instance, sells extremely well. That's not a conventional Mario game. But this has story. It has narrative aspects. It's it's basically uh, an RPG Mario game. They didn't really even push it. Have you ever played the XCOM games? Yeah. That game was never going to be like Mario Golf and Mario Tennis and Mario uh, Mario Strikers. Those games have been out for 10, 15 years. Those games are already solidified. Mario Rabbids came out in 2018, 2017. That was the first game. So mm-hmm. this game hasn't even like if, if you're not a, a, a real time strategy type of player, like if you don't like those types of games, you're not going to buy those games. Yeah. Because it's, like I said, I mean, like, you know what you're going to get whenever you buy Mario Golf. It's, it's, it's in the title. It's Mario Golf. You see this game, oh, Mario Rabbids. What the hell is a rabbit? Because I didn't know what the hell Ubisoft's Rabbids was until I played the first game. Mm. 
That's because they don't really play their games very well. The only thing, they stick to games like Assassin's Creed and Tom Clancy. Anytime yeah. we get anything from, from Ubisoft, it's eSports for Tom Clancy. 99% of last year was Tom Clancy eSports. The thing is, right, I wonder if the reason why it's not doing as well as they'd hoped is because nobody's expecting Mario games off Ubisoft, so they're basically going, this is going to be terrible. Hmm. I don't know. I because you, because you end up automatically, especially when I see Mario games, my first thought is that's a Nintendo release. If I don't know anything about it other than the fact it's a Mario game. Yeah, I mean it wasn't just Sparks of Hope. Just Dance as well performed extremely poorly. Uh, they had that's that sales over the key season, key holiday season have been markedly and surprisingly slower than expected. Uh, despite despite excellent ratings and players' reception, uh, as well as an ambitious marketing plan, they were surprised that during 2022 and into early January, that sales have not kept up with the out with the buzz that was behind it. They did say they're following the publication of their financial report. Ubisoft has cancelled three unannounced games and delayed Skull and Bones for the sixth time. <laughs> because See, that is not helping. Them. That game is never coming out. I think I told you a columnist the last time when we talked about this game. They showed yeah. this game back right off the cusp of Assassin's Creed Black Flag because they wanted to try to catch people who like their ship combat. That game has been in development since like 2013. Yeah. And it's been inside development. That game is never coming out. And I and I would like to bet that that uh because one of those other games that, that, that like probably got cancelled is probably be uh, beyond good and evil. Because I don't know if you remember, but they showed that yeah. game back in 2016, 2017, and then you haven't heard anything about that game. No, not since. Oh, nothing. Ubisoft has a problem with with, uh, with, 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 with with wanting to release different types of games, but I don't know if it's because of the amount of developers that they have. Maybe they don't want to crunch their employees, but there's a reason why you always will get an Assassin's Creed game. And you and, and and we've been getting watchdog games, you know, since like 2014. Yeah. And those games are legion. But go ahead, don't make it my bad, go ahead. I was saying the watchdogs legion was apparently the last watchdog game. That's what they said, but I mean, you know, that game was was received well from uh from the community. Yeah, I think there was a lot of uh, the, the the premise behind it wasn't it was still people were still quite dubious about the about the idea, the mechanic of having you could play as literally any NPC. Mm-hmm. I don't think that caught on as well. But it's Watch Dogs Legion. It's set in London. It was interesting. Like they had Stormzy on there performing music. It was a, it was involved in the game. Yeah. They they really I, narrowed it towards a British audience because yeah, we've I've, had many games in, set in the US with US actors and US influences. They've never really had one for the UK. And when they did it, it, it came off well. But then. The, the execution wasn't still wasn't just quite there. I liked it. I liked it. I just didn't like the whole you could be in the PC thing. That was just a gimmick to, you know, because before when you play Watch Dogs, they would give you one character and you would have all the abilities that you could unlock. But with this, all the abilities were spread out between different characters. But I liked it. But like I said, man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I don't think uh, any of those Assassin's Creed games got canceled. I definitely think that it's probably uh, one of those uh, Beyond Good and Evil, uh, that ship game. I forget the name, Skull and Bones. And then probably either because um, Ubisoft has a bad habit. Like they came out with Steep, that game was okay, but it wasn't really received well. 
Then they had Riders Republic. I, I don't know if anybody remembers that game. That game came out and flopped. And then they came out. They they just came out last year, 2022. They came out with a game. And there was some kind of like a arena ball game where you where you go around an arena and you had to throw a ball through like some kind roll, of roll, roll a, some roller yeah play something, something like, like that. that. But you remember what I'm talking about? That game yeah. came out and it was supposed to be some kind of online, uh, some kind of free to play game that was gonna have seasons and stuff like that. And then they canceled that game as well. So I'm not I'm not really surprised, and I don't think anybody can really blame this on anybody except Ubisoft themselves because. Mm. Well, just... uh, speaking of which, uh, we have actually had a comment today from Ease Gilmo, uh, which really quite irritated me because when you own the company, the whole pro- whole point is that the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. responsible for the decisions you make, and I cannot stand people. They are the worst kind of people who cannot take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah. This is where Ease Gilmo is rubbing me the wrong way. And I know there's a lot of staff at Ubisoft that really like this guy. They really like him. They're, they're devoted to him because they see him as like the big driving force behind the company. But for me personally, it just feels like they've got rose-tinted glasses on and they can't see past their own nose at this guy. Ubisoft last year focused so much money into NFTs and it, it was like <laughs> nearly 10, 15 million pounds and it flopped. They've put so much money into indie titles. They're still trying to claim they're the underdog and they're an indie company. Yes, they are. (laughs) That's the technicality. They are an indie company. But they're also a company with billions of dollars in the bank. And they've wasted it by promising the world and then not delivering. And they continuously do it. Just Dance, they cannot say that the market is responsible for the Just Dance failure because Just Dance has been around since the 90s. It is one of the oldest game franchises out there. It runs the same engine, the same game. You can go find it in an arcade or beside the seaside. It's essentially <laughs> Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Just Dance Edition is the same game. You can't say that they don't... It's a small brand and people will flop something else. No, it's been around since I was a kid. So they can't then say it's not the same. It's, it's a small brand. It's not. It's been around for years. They're trying to claim that the market is, is moving and, and consumers all going to the big mega brands. Like what? what? Like what else is there? You release a game like Mario and Rabbids. Mario is one of the biggest IPs in the industry. It's one of the biggest game brands in the world. If you cannot market a Mario game and sell it so that you make enough money, at least enough money back for what you paid in development, that is your fault. That's not the fault Mm -hmm. of the customers. That's not something you could have, you didn't see coming. It's your fault. I cannot say it's not. Skull and Bones has been around since 2013. This is how long the people think, oh, Skull and Bones is still going to come. 2013, GTA 5 released. They started development in that. That's how long it's been. GTA 5 released in 2013. They started development of Skull and Bones in the same year that GTA 5 released. That is how long it's been. Nine years. Nine years. Nearly ten. And this is why I say I think they're in trouble, right? Mm. Because there was a report that came out today. Ubisoft cancels three games. They've been trying to sell Ubisoft, these Gilmo. 
the Gilmore family for at least the last year and a bit. They got laughed at by buyers when approaching them. They delivered the financial report so bad, their financials for last year was so bad, Chloe, that they are desperately trying to sell, and they got laughed out of the building. They're a $13 billion publisher, and they got laughed out of the building trying to approach people to buy them. Who did they approach, though? I don't really think it matters, though, does it, Ben? It, it does, because I'm pretty sure Sony Sony will pick them up. If, if Xbox wasn't going through this whole FTC bullshit, Xbox will pick them up. I'm surprised. Uh, what's the name of the other one? Tencent. Somebody yeah. would have picked them up off the Assassin's Creed Embrace, brand alone. Embrace with a bowl. And that's why I said that it's surprising. Because, like I said, if it was one of the big three, somebody would have picked them up or if they would have tried to grab some of those IPs. Either way, Ubisoft has things to sell that people want. Yeah. Yes, Chloe, that is that is very surprising. Ubisoft is a big name inside the game. Big big name with big IPs. Yeah. Oh, no, I guess. Assassin's Creed, flipping Far Cry. You can't get much bigger than, than Ubisoft as far as like mainstream RPG games. They are the biggest. They've obviously got their issues. They've had controversy over their work conditions about bullying and stuff. They're not as bad as as Activision has been, but they're still quite up there. The only reason they're getting laughed at, I think, in my opinion, that this 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 the, their need to get bought is not being fulfilled, is because these Gilmo and the fam and the Gilmo family want to maintain management and control. Oh no, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, they want to sell it. Hang on a minute. They want to sell it, but, but still, still being charged. Yeah. Yeah. They probably got that idea from like from like Bethesda games or like or like Activision because Xbox just came out and said that they're gonna let these developers or these people in charge continue to do what they do, but they're just gonna be part of like the Xbox family and they will be owned by Xbox. But they but they've already came out and said that they're gonna let them continue to manage these companies how they want. That's probably well, yeah, but that's, that yeah, idea. but that's because Xbox are big enough to do that. Yeah, but I, see, that's what I'm saying though. That's why I said who was like who do they try to sell to because mm-hmm. that they, they made that public. Apparently, this has gone to a private investor, someone who's buying them out privately rather than an actual games developer. But even then, if I, if I had you know fifteen billion dollars and Ubisoft approached me and said you want to buy it, I wouldn't laugh them out of the building. I'd seriously consider it. But I think the reason being is because they've they still want to maintain control of the company that they have screwed into the ground over the last five years. Mm. Yeah. And it started five years ago when they started trying to relate when they started monetizing Assassin's Creed. Do you remember when they when they started monetizing? I remember that because it was with Assassin's Creed Origins. That's when they put those loot crates inside the game. But I kind of hope, I kind of hope that they don't sell, and I kind of hope that they continue to fail to the point when they have to. (laughs) (laughs) They go broke and bankrupt. To the point, no, no. But listen though, I don't want them to go bank. You know, you know, to go completely broke. But I want them to to get to that point in their life cycle to when they have to do like Konami is doing, to when they take some of these great IPs and now they're outsourcing them. Because an Assassin's Creed game done by Sucker Punch or done by Naughty Dog, that game would be amazing. Uh, apparently this came back all the way back from April. They, April last year they've been trying to get bought. Uh, Jeff Grubb said that there was interest from private equity firms, but unlike other publishers who approached them, there was rumours that they were not interested uh, according to Jeff Grubb, Ubisoft definitely, bear this in mind, definitely already did the rounds proposing acquisitions and mergers with other companies. It got laughed at. It's just too unwieldy. Its strength was in its distributed 
development structure and now that's an albatross because they continuously are cancelling games. Dozens of separate studios all across the world, Ubisoft Montreal in Canada being the biggest. They've obviously got Ubisoft in France, in Paris. They've got a studio in Ukraine, India and China. All of these make their own games. However, they're not just many are just support studios, so they're not big studios. They don't make their own games. They just back up Montreal. Uh, the problem Jeff Grubb said is implying is the main reason why Square Enix is thought to have sold its Western developers in order to make them more self-attractive to potential buyers. That's the reason, apparently, that he sees the reason why they sold off a third of their company for $300 million. Ubisoft suddenly ends up shutting down or selling off some of its subsidiaries. It's likely not just to be to save money. It's unclear if we'll learn what these unannounced games were. However, Skull and Bones will now not be releasing in March. Uh, it's now likely not coming out until next year. That's that game ain't coming, man. They delayed that game, what, a year? And, and it's been in development hell for like yeah. almost 10 years. That yeah. game's never coming out. And if it does, you'll be an idiot to, to go buy that game. Mm. Yeah. Well, this isn't uh, that Ubisoft is this whole thing with Ubisoft. Their price, their share prices have dropped significantly. They took a ten percent tumble on the Dow Jones yesterday, down to four pounds fifty-eight per share. That is a seven-year low. Uh, in reaction to their underwhelming financial reports, is mainly why that happened immediately after they announced they were cancelling three games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have lost. 500 million in worth to capitalize oh. research and development uh, concerning those cancelled games. So they've lost 500, they spent 500 million on those three games. Several more premium and free to play games that are still in development do not like they're coming out. Uh, they've reduced internal costs by 200 million over the next two years. So they've cut 200 million off their budget. Uh, and short, are laying, also laying people off, forcing them to either retire or resign. So Ubisoft's upcoming open world game, Skull and Bones, is not just the only one. They're saying that this is not coming out now until 2025, 2024 earliest. Uh, Ease Gilmo, I'll get into his statement in just a second. He's trying to claim worsening economic conditions are the reason why. But losing $500 million worth, so your, pub, your stock drops to £4 a share, that is yeah. not the fault of economic conditions. That's something that Ubisoft has done because no other company, if that was a case of economic conditions that your share price has dropped, you're looking at purge, period. This is nothing to do with the economy. This is your fault. Them, they're doing, yeah. Yeah, they've done it. And the reason they've done it is because they continuously announce games and then cancel them. And then can't fulfill them. Yeah, they never fulfill anything. They, they say, oh, they're going to drop this game and that game, and then six months down the line, oh, no, we're cancelling it. This keeps happening, and they can't blame it on other people, but he's going mode today. This really wound me up, because he has reportedly told the staff the fault of the company is on them, and That's... they need to reverse the company's fortunes. <laughs> Feel free to bleep this, but that's... It's definitely on, on everybody within that company. It's, it's on the creative design leads. It's on uh, East Gilmo. It's, it's, on, it's on all of those people because they definitely need better management. They need better, better quality control because if they keep they need, putting these they games They need a new out, CEO. 
He's still my right person to be running this company right now. They need now. that, of course. Of course they need a new CEO, but they also need new lead designers and new creative design leads. Because just like I said earlier, if they keep with the same formula, like, like formula, because Ubisoft right now has a stink attached to it. Anytime you see a game and like whenever you see like the open world map and you see all these blips and blops all over the map telling you, oh, go do this, go do that. There's a reason why everybody calls that. There's a reason... Exactly, and there's a reason why everybody in game, if you play video games and if you play open world games, and if you see a map bloated like that, they refer to that as Ubisoft formula, like as like a Ubisoft formula. There's a reason for that, and that's because all of their games lately start to feel the same. Whether it's mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed or or Watch Dogs, it's like mm-hmm. it's just the same little stink on it, and they need to move away from that. Which is why I said they need to get new design leads or so new creative directors in there because all these games are starting to feel the same. It's coming from Ubisoft. Yeah, I mean, I, I I still don't agree with the fact that he's telling the staff, his staff, the buck stops with him, he's the boss. But he's telling everybody else that the onus is on them to reverse the company's fortunes. That is there, it's essentially implying it's your fault, it's not my fault, you did this, you need to fix mm-hmm. it. It's your fault. You're, you're the top dog. If you need, if things aren't working then you need to take a more proactive step in being more involved in the development and sourcing and marketing and sale of your own products. <laughs> that dude is just a suit, though. I don't think he knows how to develop Welcome to managers of everything. People who manage a lot of things these days do not have a keen clue about the ins and outs of the work of that specific thing. You push it to the choir right now. I know that. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going based on what but, I mean, if the thing the issue is though, guys, that they need to he needs to micromanage a bit more because it is his fault. He's the guy at the top. The decision like the, the end decision on what things go out and what things need to be changed relies on his opinion. If he's just sitting back with his feet up mm. and doing nothing and things are going out there, a pile of crap, and then he's wondering why it's not working, it's his fault. Because at the end of the day, he's making the final decision. Yeah. But how do we know? But how do we know that he wasn't there looking at these games? He, but just like I said, if he lacks the experience or if, if he lacks the knowledge, because he's not oh, a gamer. has been around for decades, mate. He's been around for but, the industry. But that's, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying, though, Major. If if he lacks the the experience or the knowledge to know that gamers are not gonna, the gamers are getting Ubisoft game fatigue. If he lacks that knowledge, what is he supposed to do? If he just gives the green light, because Ubisoft games look and play well. It's just, it's just the formula and the way how these developers design these games, whether it's Far Cry, Watch Dogs, or Assassin's Creed, they all play the same. Yeah, they are essentially the same game, and this is the this is the thing they need a dramatic, a dramatic creative change, which is why I personally think that he needs to step down. I've got yes. nothing against Gilmo as a person; he's an absolute genius as far as the way he's been able to get to where he is now. Mm-hmm. But it's just not suitable for that company. Well, it comes a point in every person's life when you've been at a company for so long, you're at the top of that company for so long. When things start to slide, you need a change of leadership to rewrite the ship. That's yeah. always been the case in pretty much everything, especially when you have a multi billion dollar company. You need to take a step back and let someone else run it. He can remain the owner if he likes, but somebody else needs to ride, ride that ship. He can't. His, his, his ideas, his vision for Ubisoft is clearly no longer working. 
Yeah. And yeah. the buck stops with him. It's 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 his fault. It's not the star's fault. If he does that hasn't seen what they're putting out, then there's something very wrong. I say change them all, man. All the leadership needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time for deals of the week. Roll the thing. It deals of the week. If you don't find what you want, then sorry, we can't help you out. Yeah, sorry, we can't help you out. Kicking us off this week, uh, you can get a Steel Series Arctis 9X Xbox One wireless headset at Argos right now. Free collection for 104.99. They are extremely cool. The Arctis 9X. I uh, know there is a Xbox One. They do work on the series as well. Don't panic if you have if you've already upgraded. You can get a copy of these. They are brilliant headphones. Uh, Epic Story right now on the Epic Store is free this week. That deal expires. On the 26th, starts the 19th, so that is next week's free Epic game. Uh, Ryzen 5 5600 RTX 3060 Ti right now. White thermal right white cooler uh, has one terabyte F- NFME. It's a gaming system right now. Use the code BBURGER and you can get that for £948.37. Uh, that deal is at AWDIT deals. Free posters and packaging, just under 1000 a Ryzen 5 560 uh, with the 360 RTX, definitely worth that price. Usually they're about 15, 12, 1500, so you're saving a few hundred quid on that. ZXT Intel Z590 N7 Matte White, uh, the motherboard £86.47 right now at eBuyer. Nintendo uh, Switch game Enter Exit the Gungeon right now, base 2785, free posters and packaging. Grab that quickly. PlayStation's Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Extraction right now at Curry's £8.97. That is on PS5. You can also get a PS5 this week. We've got a War uh, Digital Edition at EE for four nine five, dollars uh, down from £5.49. That is 10% off free posting and packaging. Grab that quickly. The stocks will not last on that. And you can also get a Sony PS5 with a disc for God of War uh, with an extra DualSense controller as well at BT Shop. For five three eight nine or five three nine nine eight, that is ten eight percent off free posters and packaging. You can get twelve months of Xbox Live Gold this week as well. You will need a VPN set to Turkey, but CD Keys they're offering a twenty five pound eighty nine. That deal would expire next week, so you've got a little bit of time. But grab that quickly. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. I love Uncharted. One of my favourite games of all time. Twenty four pound eighty four right now at Hitco UK uh, at Amazon. So they're on the Amazon store, 24.85. Last but not least, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Game of the Year edition for Xbox. You will need an Argentinian VPN. Set your uh, VPN to Argentina. You can get that for £9.05p with extra points at Gamevo. That deal expires on Friday, I believe. Tomorrow. Today. Today. Last but not least, though, before I forget, 12-month PlayStation Plus Extra on the PS Store. Uh, for fi- with a £50 purchase, you can get for £42.85 for PS Plus for 12 months. That is the Extra. That includes the classics and game catalogue. Uh, definitely worth a purchase if you're looking to upgrade. And that is all for your deals of the week. My God, my throat hurts this week. That's not. That's the second person I've had tell me that this week. I've, I've, I've had a throat infection now for about two weeks, Oof. and it went away, and now my throat started to tighten up again, and it hurts. That's not good. 
no, this is con. It's coming. It goes and comes. I need to. I need to go back to the doctor's more medication. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Naughty Dog. Uh, they are having a revitalization this week. Uh, the last two weeks, uh, mainly because of the uh, the Last of Us TV show that's dropping next week. All right. Uh, so you guys should know this. I know we did spoke about this last week, and I didn't know the UK release. It's coming on the sixteenth to Sky Atlantic. Definitely worth a watch. The reviews have been extremely positive. Uh, but Neil Druckmann, the CEO of Naughty Dog, said he wants to focus less on cutscenes and traditional narrative. He said he's intrigued about games that don't hold the player's hand. And I have to agree with him here. Uh, I hate linear games because they're so generic and boring. Mm. I like open world games. And I understand where he's coming from. He said he wants people basically to go off and do your own thing. Uh, which is a problem with one one criticism that people had with Last of Us is they felt it was to hold your hand and off you go. They mm. do they want to explore. And they didn't feel like you could do that with the first game. Second game was a lot better. Wait a minute. So we've now moved to moved to somebody who actually wants to listen to people instead of just go thank you for your opinion, but do one because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, Naughty Dog, I think, will be a studio we're going to hear a lot more from this year. I hope so. Yeah, they they Back definitely they yeah. definitely have something about them this year. They they see their career like this the studio's presence, their brand is sort of taking off. I want them to release a new IP though because they've been relying too heavily on Last of Us now for two. They're months. working on a new IP. I did not know that. Yeah, they're working on on a uh, sci-fi game. Mm-hmm. I I want to see more from. Them. I want to see them come out and and have more success because they've they've had Last of Us now. They've had part one and two. For like the last what eight years, nine years, something like that. Yeah, but then again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, but they keep just keep bringing out the same game over and over. They're definitely gonna bring bring out a Last of Us Part Three because that series has done has done phenomenal. And I and I think I seen an interview with when Neil Drucker was talking about the possibilities of doing a, a Part Three. But I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really waiting to see what this TV show is going to be about because I'm not, I'm not really sold on it, thinking that it's going to be too good. But we'll see. Well, have you, do you, have you read the reviews, Bab? Uh, nope, I don't, I don't look at the reviews on anything before I watch it or we'll see it for myself. Oh. Fair well, I've read the reviews and they do sound, do sound extremely positive. Did you 90, play the game? 90% of people who've seen it early have had very good things to say about it. Did you play the game? I have played part one. I started about halfway through part two, and then I got distracted so see, on something else. So, That's happened. So did you see? Did you see the trailers for what they've been doing for this no. TV show? So every time, every time I see something come out about this TV show, it just makes me think that it's not going to be as good or as good as what the game's going to be. Granted, that's going to be a little bit of bias because the game is what I seen for, uh, first, or, or the game is what I experienced first. But when you tell me that you're going to make a, a TV show that's going to be a one-to-one to what the game was and to know how much that game is loved, for me to see you changing characters, uh, race-swapping characters, like if I see Sarah, which is Joel's daughter, there's no reason for me to see Sarah being changed to a black girl. Why not, why not just give me Sarah and let Sarah have a black friend if you want to add, quote-unquote, diversity or... Di- or you- like because then people, because then, pe- because then people are still going to complain. It's uh, going it too matter. far away from the game. It it doesn't matter. The point is, is that if you tell me that you're going to do a one to one to something, if you're making a TV show or if you're making a movie based on a book, a video game, or any type of media, 
And, yeah, but that's my point. You but can't... if you're making something, hold on, hold on, wait, just let me finish, finish my thought before, before I lose my thought. If you're telling me that you're going to make a one-to-one to something, make it one-to-one. Do not, do not, do not give me a character because you want to add diversity. Give me, you can, you can make a whole other character for that. No, see, this is where I disagree with you. Because if you want to make it, if you want to make it a carbon copy, you can't go adding random characters that don't exist in the original material because that, that automatically doesn't make it a carbon copy. You didn't play the game, and this is how I know, because you just, you missed my point. And the way I know how you didn't play the game is this, because I said you can give Sarah a friend. Sarah was only in, like, the first 15 minutes of the game. I'm not going to spoil the game on a TV show for you. So this wouldn't be a main character. This would be, like, a side character. I I am going to spoil it (laughs) quite a bit here. Uh, And I will say this, I do not like the casting entirely. The main actor, great actor. He's obviously Hispanic. Yeah. Ellie is British and white. And there's a, a certain plot where people obviously know they're not really related, but they're, they're supposed to be son and daughter, or father and daughter. It's pretty obvious because in the game, it's hard to tell whether they are father and daughter. Yeah. It's like really real that he's not her father. It's pretty obvious in this TV show, considering they look nothing alike. In the slightest, they're not related. So I don't know how how close they're going to be able to do a one-to-one because the casting's slightly off. I'm not, not saying the they're not though, good man. actors. They are. They're great. That's not the only thing, though, right? Like, that was only one thing, you know, because they've race swapped or, or, or they've changed characters within the show from, from the game. Okay, cool, whatever. Mm. It's just going to be what it is, right? But when you go into the TV show, when you start changing the source material and changing factors that make the game or make the Last of Us universe what it is, that's another problem that I have. Because I know you just said that like you haven't been keeping up with what they've been doing. So in in the first game or within that Last of Us universe, whenever you go into like a uh, into like an area and like whenever you see the spores, they'll they'll actively say, "Oh no, there's spores here." There's even a part in the game to when to when Joel first finds out that Ellie is immune to the virus because he sees her sniffing in spores or breathing in spores and he says, how in the hell are you breathing this stuff in? And he's, and he's talking about the spores. With the TV show, Neil Druckmann has came out and the, and the showrunners have come out and said, oh, the spores are not within the TV show. We got rid of the spores. We're not going to be doing tendrils, which is like some kind of tentacles or something oh, new God. that was never within the universe at all. So no. this is what I mean when I say hey, no, they, I came out, they came out and told the fan base, the 30 million people who made this series, it's not people that watch TV, it's not your grandma, it's not your aunt, it's fans of the video game and that source material who made The Last of Us what it is. So then they came out and now they're telling the fans, oh, yeah. well, we're changing. Changing this, we're changing that, we're doing this, that, and the third. Well, and that's just why I'm it. saying Maybe I'm they're not, hoping that... Go ahead, go ahead, you got it. <laughs> Maybe they're hoping that the title is going to be enough to draw people in. And then... I, I hate that idea. I hate these tendrils. The whole point of The Last of Us, the whole plot, the whole, the whole thing revolves around a virus. How in the hell is it? Is, where the hell is these tendrils coming from? How are they trying to How is she immune to tendrils? <laughs> I have no idea. That's just, like, oh. I had the same conversation with, uh, with my brother because me and my brother both loved the series. 
But it's like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just going in. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not expecting much. But I'm going to go watch it, you know. Like, I'm going to give it a fair shake. But I'm, I'm just not, I'm not really excited for it like how I was before, you know. Every time I see more news, it's just like, damn, I can't believe they're doing that. I mean, Naughty Dog also have Uncharted. They've worked with Sony on the Uncharted movie. So they have some experience in working TV. They Did you see the movie? Yeah, when they that one Naughty Dog announced Uncharted. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, did you see it, though? Did you watch it? The movie. I've seen the movie, it. yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but... It's, I haven't watched uh, it yet, but I heard that, like, it, it's, it, it it's, didn't really follow the games that, that much. It, it kind of... The, the movie, the thing is, I don't like... I mean, Druckmann also had a hand in the movie, that of the production of that as well. But he had this thing where he was basically rewriting one, two, and three, mixing them up, Including parts of four, but yeah. then had original stuff. Like he just basically combined all four games into one, but then mixed mashed the scenes. They didn't quite make sense. That's ridiculous. I did not like the way they structured that film. That was the worst part about it because he had a bit where he's in a on a plane. So no, yeah. first he's like, yeah, first he's on a plane hanging out the back. Then it cuts to him in a bar. Then we work back to him on a plane. Then it comes back to something else. It's just all over the place. And that was mm-hmm. the biggest issue with it. And yes, this is supposed to be when they first met, but I just, oh, I hated it. You talking hated about Drake it. and they, tra- they changed the backstories where and everything. It was just... Yeah. But they, they have some experience in TV, but I do not like... The f- what, if he's so involved, why is he changing his own stories? I don't know. I got no idea why. They, why they work as as a story. That's the whole point. Like It's, a, it's another version of a TV show. It's a video game. Yeah. You know? Like I heard, I think I think in that article, like you can look it up because they shared it on Twitter. I might I might send it to you like whenever I get back home. But he was saying, I think it's like the guy who directed the Chernobyl Diaries or some kind of some kind of TV show or movie or something. The guy said that he got rid of the spoilers because he wanted it to be based more upon reality. But it's like it's a TV show based on a video game. I don't need it to be super super realistic. Yeah, but how is tendrils realistic? I have I got, I got no idea. It would have been more realistic <laughs> with spores. The whole thing is that they're based on the cordyceps virus. I think it's so that is I think realistic. It's because, I think it's because if you look at it right, you remember like whenever you play the game, right? Whenever you see like the cordyceps virus floating in the air, it'll be like in the basement or like in the subway. But I remember seeing somebody, it was either in an article, maybe it was in a podcast, where somebody tried to explain it. And they were like, Well, if the wind blew, those cordyceps would move. And if it's airborne, and if the wind blows the cordyceps around you, it wouldn't just be relegated or delegated to just one room or, or like a basement. It it would be all throughout the air. So it would be like you would have to wear a gas mask or one of those air filter, uh, like one of those air filtration masks for like the entirety of the TV show. But I was like, I hear what you're saying, but I mean, I don't need it to be based super, like super grounded like that. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with, um, with the, I mean, they the whole point of cordyceps, and this is a little bit science I'm not, I'm not trying to bore people here, but they essentially will spread out like seeds and then land. They don't stay in the air anyway. Mm. And then they get breathed up by insects who then pass it on because the insects then have to go up. They get basically the cordyceps forces them to go up, then spreads their spores, and then the spores come back down and they infect everything else on the ground, and then it happens all over and over and over again. They yeah. don't stick in the air anyway. Spores aren't meant to stay in the air, and they certainly wouldn't be visible. So that, that whole thing is just fancy anyway. Yeah. But the issue is, is that how 
can she be non-allergic to tendrils? Why are these tendrils from? Are they just sticking out of the ground? I don't understand. If So if you watch a trailer, right, somebody pointed this out to me because after the thing came out, I was like, yo, I'm not liking this direction at all. Somebody, you know how like, you know how fanboys come and they'll put a cape on and they'll try to get you to see it from like, from like oh, well, you're going to love it because if you look at this. So if you look at the trailer, there's a there's a part in like the latest trailer when when there's like one of those infected about like being dragged or manipulated by those tendrils. So I'm guessing this thing is like it's kind of like a symbiote. Like if you watch Spider Man, like if you see how like the symbiote moves, these tendrils yeah. move. But it's like how are you gonna have that point into the TV show to when Joel finds out for the first time she really is immune? Like what? Like are the tendrils just gonna ignore her? Yeah, and go for somebody else? Like. I don't know how they I need, do I need to see this to see exactly how they're going to do this because this whole this whole premise you're describing just doesn't make any sense to me at all. I don't yeah. understand what they're trying to do. What what is the point of doing this? It doesn't make it. Just, you're just changing the whole plot of your own game. It's not the Last mm-hmm. of Us anymore. It's just you rewrite calling it the Last of Us, but you've rewritten everything. It's stupid. Right. Yeah. I hate that idea. I disappear for two minutes and you're still having the same conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying myself. Probably. Fair enough. <laughs> Apologies for that brief disappearance. My internet decided to die. Uh, but anyway, Xbox Direct. Finally, we've got news on this. Yes. Telegram uh, Direct is confirmed. Uh, it will be coming on the 25th of January. There will be a separate Starfield showcase. I'm hearing some point at the end of February to March is when that will be happening. Uh, that could coincide also with the release date. We are going to get release dates on this showcase. Redfall, Forza, Minecraft Legends, and a whole bunch more. There will apparently also be some little uh, surprises in store uh, for this showcase. Uh, but we have Noble, Xbox, and Bethesda uh, accounts on Twitter made the announcement. They're giving an inside look at games coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. Up until June. Uh, there will also be news on Elder Scrolls Online. So not Elder Scrolls 6, unfortunately, but Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Bethesda confirmed on Twitter they'll be giving a proper Starfield standalone later on. Uh, the showcase starts 8 p.m. UK time, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the 25th. It uh, will include Redfall, Minecraft Legends, Forza Motorsport and Elder Scrolls Online at the very least. Uh, that will not be the only stuff, but that is currently what is on offer. Uh, your hopes, Bam, what do you hope you're gonna they're gonna see? Because there is a lot of games. I don't I don't really got any hopes for anything. I'm just I'm just happy to see Microsoft or Xbox finally come out and decide to give us something. Because <laughs> after because it's like you went how long last year without getting anything after uh, the June showcase? They showed up to the game awards, Phil Spencer was inside the like he like he's literally sitting inside the audience at, at the game awards. And he didn't show anything, so it's like, at this point, I'm happy to see something, but it's gotten to the point for me with Xbox, I don't care what you show me. I need to see the games that, that you bought from these studios, or I need to see the fruit of your labor from 2017. Just give me the games. That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah, and I completely agree with you now. Don't give us the teasers, give us the actual things. Yeah, well, yeah. we are definitely getting a release date for Redfall, Minecraft, and Forza. That is guaranteed. Those uh, that showcase will include the release dates for that. Uh, Xbox Germany uh, announced that the, the release dates for those three games will be announced. There is also more news for Elder Scrolls Online. I'm hoping they release announce something for Elder Scrolls Six. 
because that game has been in development now for about two years, so they should be at a point when they have at least the one trailer. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. Uh, the news will obviously be welcomed by Xbox players uh, because there's been a relatively small amount of Xbox games announced mm. the last several years. Uh, they did come out with Forza Horizon 5, I think, a couple of years ago. Um, and now we have an... Yeah, Forza Horizon 5 was what? 20... 2020. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking 21, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's been a couple of years. We haven't had anything since. So this will be the first, this next game, the releases will be the next big. I mean, they had Grounded, but that was more indie title published by Xbox. Mm. That might have been 2021, though, Chloe. Matter of fact, because I keep forgetting that it's not 2022. So yeah, it might have come out uh, in November 2021. Yeah. Let me, that, let me that have... Halo. Let me Halo, have... Halo Infinite, yeah. Although yeah, that hasn't really gone away. <laughs> Halo came out in December and Forza Horizon 5 came out in November. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, forgot, I completely forgot about Halo, but to be fair, that game has not gone the way many hoped it would, and it's really, really crap. Yeah, Bonnie Rose did that. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole they've been drip feeding basic features for Halo since the game released, and they haven't really released anything for like six months, roughly. Yeah. So I I don't even count Halo as a release because it's just it's it was just lip service really to the series. Uh, so what do you think is gonna be there though? Besides, uh, like we already know Redfall and stuff. Like, do you think that they're gonna have any any surprises? I'm thinking something Halo uh, Elder Scrolls Six. I've fingers crossed. Um, they've been talks about Halo Wars, another Halo Wars game. That could be something. We know they've got ID Xbox, so I'm possibly there's gonna be stuff from them as well. Uh, as far as that, I don't know. I don't know else. I know Arcane is obviously there for Redfall. Uh, they've got a couple of their Xbox studios making an appearance, so we could see, you know, maybe another Forza Six or so. so there's going to be a, a big announcement. There's going to be a big announcement. We know they're not going to announce everything, and all they've got is is Redfall, Forza, and Minecraft. That showcase will be over in ten minutes. It's pointless. It's yeah. not really like you could have done that with a trailer. So they're going to have something. Did you? Big. Did you see the article where they said it's gonna be uh it's supposed to be like being like they don't have one designated host. It's supposed to be like a developer thing. So I'm guessing yeah. that they're gonna have these developers on stage talking about whatever they've been working on, you know, showing a gameplay showcase. Hopefully they got some gameplay up there. Yeah. I did see that. I didn't get to write that down. Um, but I did say that, and I think this, that's a good idea. I mean, you don't really need to have a host. I would have preferred it. If, if, if there was anybody that you would have hosted, it'd probably either be Jeff Keighley or, you know, Phil Spencer himself. But I think that one dude did a pretty good job. The guy that did it, the guy that used to do it, uh, his name is Paris. Yeah. Yeah. He they had another guy called, also called The Major. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, the guy with the white gloves. Yeah, that really annoyed me. What, just, what, just, because, just because your name's been taken? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm the major. That's it. I'm the only one who's allowed to use it. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, Xbox, PlayStation also had some leaks, some announcements this week. Uh, there's been a footage of an unannounced Sony shooter allegedly leaked. Uh, the insider is claiming the unnamed title was being developed by XDev. Uh, the brief shoot footage shows a character walking towards a balcony while a large creature climbs the side of a building. Apparently, this is being made on Emerald Engine 5. It is a sci-fi third-person shooter, uh, which looks extremely cool. The leaker, Dust Gollum, is known for being right on a lot of stuff. He's been more right more than he's ever been wrong. Uh, footage that he's shown is from an earlier build, 
Uh, it's a game that's been worked on through XDev, which is an unknown external studio. Uh, there are a few details on the game, uh, but it's known that Sony's looking to create more live service games, so this could be more of a, a, a live service title. Uh, the leak proves to be accurate. It would also mark the latest in a run of Sony leaks, including the Returnal PC port, which Dust Gollum also leaked. Uh, Guerrilla Games Multiplier Project, uh, which it recently confirmed was also out in months before it was confirmed, Gorilla has long planned to expand Horizon into multiplayer. Uh, sources say that the cult was initially planned for the first Horizon game. Will result in scraps of the development team could focus on other areas. Uh, Horizon Dawn uh, remastered, the Zero Dawn remastered of PS5, is also currently in development. Uh, it's unclear or it's been claimed that Lineage and Guild Wars studio NCSoft has struck a deal to be starting to make the Horizon MMORPG which should be something later on down the line. I'm looking forward to that. I love Horizon. Uh, we shall see where that goes. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump into some music. When we come back, we've got some uh, discussions to be had on Hogwarts Legacy because it's yeah, been yeah. kicking off uh, over the last two days. Um, the, the the division and the anger out there for, for Hogwarts Legacy is just amplified tenfold. When we come back, don't go anywhere.
Welcome back. This is episode 91 of the Talking Ghost podcast. I'm here with Chloe and Bam. How have you guys been? Tired, okay. stressed, you but you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm hopefully getting the code for the new Kakarot on, uh, on Next Gen for the DLC. Nice. Uh, I know Callum will be playing oh, yeah. One Piece Odyssey. Uh, thanks to Bandai sending us a code. Uh, that stream will be up probably Saturday. Uh, we have got a review of that as well. It's been a busy month. I'm still waiting for, to hear back from EA for Dead Space, though. They haven't responded yet, but fingers crossed. Uh, anyways, moving on from movie news. Uh, they got one by a final bit of movie news this week. Ezra Miller. You guys remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he reportedly has pled guilty to trespassing. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to felony burglary. Uh, but he has pled guilty to unlawful trespassing in a, bur- a burglary case. So he, he admits to going into the property. but he apparently Just not taking anything him. from it. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He apparently was accused of stealing three bottles of alcohol from someone's home. Uh, he apparently said he didn't steal the alcohol, he just went in there. So, right. Yeah, I, I don't know the circumstances and what his, like, how they accused him, like, what was the basis of them accusing him of three bottles of alcohol. It could just be that he's taken, like they said, there was three bottles missing, therefore he took it. Mm-hmm. That that would be difficult to prove. But he's, yeah, he's been reportedly pled guilty. Uh, he's expected to plead guilty on 13th, so today. Uh, court documents showing the prosecutor's proposed that he faces 90 days suspended sentence, one year's probation and a $500 fine. Uh, he pled not guilty to the more serious charge of burglary, uh, in October, a conviction would have seen him fa- see 25 years in prison and found guilty. Uh, the Vermont incident is one of several recent cases involving him because uh, there's been other examples in Hawaii, Massachusetts and North Dakota, one of which involved him beating the crap out of a woman in a bar. Uh, he apologised for his behaviour in August last year, saying he was suffering from complex mental health issues. He said he wanted to apologise to everyone that had been alarmed and upset with past behaviour are committed to doing everything on necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe and productive stage in my life. Uh, the uh, Flash film, obviously, still in development. Uh, we don't know whether that will actually happen now because of his legal issues. Mm. However, he is still being employed by Warner Brothers, despite the fact that other actors have been removed. Uh, DC now appears to be moving forward with Miller in the role as Flash going forward. That will not be changing. Your thoughts on him? Because I'm... Uh, I'm Exhausted. I'm slightly annoyed. Explain. Because I, I, I hate to keep going back to this, but this guy has been proven or not found guilty. Or not, has he been found guilty yet? He was charged of. He's uh, been, okay, yeah. he's been charged for doing something, and then they've kept him, and then Johnny Depp. Yeah. Do I have to say any more? Not really. I mean, this whole, I this whole thing is just... I hate to go back to it, but it's it, it, it's just plain hypocrisy. Well, it's it's also hypocrisy. not just Ezra Miller that Warner Brothers have kept. They've also kept Amber Heard. That too, but that's... But they still won't bring back... Johnny Depp. Yeah, it does make sense to me. No. Ezra Miller is one of those sort of people where it's not just complex. He's a... <laughs> and he's because he's got an ego and he's got this sense of entitlement and he's, he's, you've seen it like throughout last year and the year before where he was committing assaults, smashing up bars, beating up women, 
uh, robbing places. He was just on a tear. He's the same sort of person you'd you'd probably put in the same sort of category with James Corden. They sound they seem very similar personality wise, mm. and uh, this is the sort of person I dislike vehemently because he'll blame it on his own mental health when he does something wrong, but then he'll go back to doing that same thing after he's supposedly clear because he's still got mental health. But you just said you're all right now. Which is it? This is the sort of behaviour I can't stand this from Miller, just like I can't stand Amber Heard. They need to get rid of both of them. If they're going to get rid of Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot and Dwayne Johnson and a whole bunch of other people because they, their movies didn't sell well, which isn't their fault. They're the actor. They've performed the role that you've given. In a lot of some cases, Wonder Woman 3 was not a great film anyway. It was poorly written. You can't blame that on Gal Gadot. Henry Cavill is beloved. The fact you cancelled him as Superman and they're replacing him with a guy that's like 20 years old. And I've never heard of him in my life. I don't know whether that's the greatest idea. I don't know who this new actor is. It's some guy from, I have no idea, Netherlands or something. He's, he's not American. He's not got an English sounding name. I, I need to find the name out. I've never heard of him, though. So I don't know whether that's the smartest decision if you're trying to bring people back to the cinema and get people to buy your movies if you're hiring a guy that nobody's heard of. That probably isn't the greatest idea. But Ezra Miller is known, and he's known for the wrong reasons. He's that sort of person also you want in your movie. Because there's people out there, they're going to be like, F that guy. I'm not seeing anything with yeah, him. Yeah, they need to get their dude. I don't know why they, they still have that dude there. Because I heard Chloe say that she's slightly annoyed with him. And then you listen off the things that that he's done that's horrible. But it's like, y'all keep missing out. The worst thing, this dude has been on record. Yeah, Peter. Proven to be grooming, to be grooming underage girls. And it's like, bro, yeah. that dude needs to get, he needs to be thrown under the prison. Yeah. Then, I, mean, I, I, I will like, apologize there. I complete that complete for, Completely forgot about that. I keep forgetting about that, and I need to stop. That forgetting. dude needs to go, man. Like, like yeah. that dude needs to go for real. But then I want to touch on too, right? Now. I can, I can see why they got rid of everybody who they got rid of, right? I, it's not, it's not a smart idea, but I can understand why, especially if, if they, because the DC uh, universe, they keep trying to compete with with the MCU. But what everybody seems to forget is that the MCU, the way how they built up their whole universe before before Iron Man came out, which is what kicked off all of this. Yeah, I can't think of any movie that I've seen Robert Downey Jr. in besides Topic Thunder. But like before Iron Man, Rob, I can't think of anything that I've seen Robert Downey Jr. in. So if if, if they can get, he was in the movie Sherlock, he was in Weird Science. I think was his. That came out. Yeah, but that came out after Iron Man. Sherlock Holmes wasn't out before the Iron Man one. Iron Man. I'm talking about Iron Man one is what put him on the map. Yeah, he did, he did a lot of TV. He did a lot of TV. He did. He had a movie called Weird Science, which was in the late eighties. Because you remember, because you remember, right? He went to prison and then he got out of prison. Yeah, and that's when he got that big gig with the MCU. But what I'm saying is this, right? Is that he was not no huge name. He was not some 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 huge A list A star actor. So no, it was when out, he was younger, he, when he was like nineteen twenty. He was on he was the up. He was he was a, he was a he was a big name young actor. When he was like nineteen, twenty, because he was in a lot of TV shows, he started doing a lot of like, I wouldn't say big budget movies, but they were more like teenage comedy sort of movies. He was one of those sort of actors, and then he transitioned into theatre and he did a lot of small budget films. But he was well known. I remember him from back when I was like three or four years old, and he was on Weird Science. It was one of the first films I ever saw. 
He's, he's that old? old? Yeah, he's, 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 he's like 50s now. Like, Jesus. But yeah, but I can understand why the DC Universe is doing this because all the actors who, who they had, uh, whether that be Ben Affleck, if they wanted to bring him back, Henry Cavill is in his late 30s, early 40s. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All these actors who they have, Gail Gadot is, you know, she was, ain't she like late 30s, early 40s? Yeah, so she's so, And like she just had a baby. So it's like for them to try to get all these people to come together to try to build up this universe, by the time they got to half of what the MCU had did or has done, these people are going to be super old. Mm. So it's like, so it's like for me, when like as I'm looking at it, right? If if they can get a whole new list of actors, and and if the movies are good, because that's the thing with, with like DC movies, DC movies typically are not the greatest movies anyway. So no. if they can get these movies, and if they can get good good screenwriters or good showrunners to make these TV shows and these movies that they've been working on. And if they can get brand new faces that will age and that will grow as actors and, and really sit, sit inside these roles versus somebody like Henry Cavill, who's going to be demanded 30 million a, a movie or like for like a lot of money. If they can groom these actors into becoming these, like, like these characters over time, I think, I think that'd be a good choice. If they can do it, it I don't it know if they can do be, it. Though. If you have people in there also as side characters, Side parts, mm. pulling out. But I mean, who I have made Superman. But I mean, Superman and Batman are going to sell regardless of of who yeah. you get to play the part. That's yeah. going to sell. They're, they're, re- they're redoing the entire and the entire DCU with actors that nobody's heard of. Mm-hmm. But those movies are going to sell anyways, though, just based off the name of the superhero. Mm. And that's why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, they need to stop copying the like the Marvel. They've been doing this for decades. Trying yeah. to trying to trying to take some shine off Marvel and doing their mm-hmm. own thing and all, and like the movies, like the last Batman movie was terrific. The Joker movie was terrific. They need to come move more into that direction. Smart story writing, but they always then seem to worm their way back into a Marvel esque script. You heard what they was doing with the Joker too, right? They said it's supposed to be some kind of musical. I'm like. Yeah, Nobody that, that was it. the original plan. Thankful <laughs> yeah. they scrapped that. Thank God. Yeah, that like, would have been awful. Phoenix, bro. Joaquin Phoenix killed. Like he, he that dude killed the Joker part. That yeah. was a phenomenal movie. I, I, and there's supposed to be a sequel as well. There's supposed to be another one. I need that. But 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 like, if anything though, right? Most most people I know for me, anyways, I prefer DC's animated movies. Like they make really really great Batman animated movies and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. if if anything, hey man, just go back to making your animated stuff. Your animated stuff is is, is great, anyways. Yeah. Well, they need to do something because if this plan doesn't work out, Discovery, who just bought them, is looking to make cuts, and the first thing will go will be the DCEU because mm. that's a big big money spender and they don't want to spend yeah. money because Warner Brothers is in a tremendous amount of debt. Yeah. And they do not have the time and the money. Speaking of robberies, though, uh, there's been a number of robberies in Japan. People have been sending Pokemon and trading cards at an unprecedented number. Uh, there's been a slew of uh, burglaries across Tokyo. Uh, people have been targeting high-value trading cards. Uh, thefts have mounted to tens of millions in damages, according to the Japan Times. Uh, Nintendo Life stated that the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department described several stores located in the city's districts 
have fallen victim to late-night car burglaries in the latter half of 2022. One December break-in saw criminals make away with 60 60 cars worth a total of $64,147. This was just one of five burglaries in that month alone. Uh, There had been occurred since since the summer of last year. Not all burglaries were of physical nature. Uh, December 14th last year, a 25-year-old man was arrested after allegedly purchasing roughly a 1,000 Pokemon cards from an online store using a stolen credit card. He thought the man was then able to resell his in-gotten gains at a second-hand Tokyo card shop after being picked up by the police. Uh, 2021 fiscal year ending March of last year, uh, the Japanese card market was estimated at roughly 1.34 billion US dollars uh, as a worth. According to the website Statistica, uh, this accounted for almost 20% of the entire country's toy market during the same period. Uh, the recent spate crimes doesn't represent the first time this has happened for collectible cards. Uh, this has been going on a while. A uh, Georgian man was arrested in March last year for falsely acquiring a COVID-19 relief loan to buy a first edition Shadowless holographic Charizard. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, geez. <laughs> that's that's, that's a stupid sad. thing to go to prison for. <laughs> People are just sad. <laughs> it's a piece of paper, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I don't understand the card market at all. I really no, don't understand. I don't either. But we're going to get into our last discussion, our last topic Hogwarts Legacy. Woohoo! Uh, it's not Woohoo, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, this this arguments. Well, I mean, we know Simon Pegg is going to be putting one of the voice actors. There's a huge amount of new actors they just announced. It's on the website if you want to go find out who's, who the cast is. Uh, but there has been death threats and threats of violence and oh. shaming, calling people turfs, etc. Uh, because of J.K. Rowling, who has not shut up, who seems to me to be the sort of person who just will not drop this anti-trans argument. And there is a mass protest and outrage for anyone buying Hogwarts Legacy, uh, not just from regular members of the public or from the uh, the trans community, from developers, publishers, celebrities, all manner of people up and down all over Twitter, Facebook and Instagram this week. Um, Now, I grew up in the 90s uh, where men dressed as women were typically called trannies and it was seen as a bit of an insult it's a weird kink it's a weird sexual thing they're strange they're weird people it doesn't make sense that was generally the concept of transsexuals back then jk rowling for me seems like the sort of person who cannot let the 90s go because she's still in the mindset that it's a weird kink it's a weird thing in all fairness yeah. She's not the only one. She's not. The only reason, the only like, reason why people are kicking up a fuss about it is because she's in the public eye. She is the wealthiest author on the planet. Oh, Harry right. Potter is one of the biggest IPs or biggest book series and movies ever. Hmm. And it will be for a long time. And I understand people's anger about Hogwarts Legacy. I understand why they're they're upset because she is going to get paid. She's not getting nothing. She's mm. going to get paid. She will get a percentage. But we need to spell some of these these ridiculous takes on Twitter about how this development works because they're usually from people who don't work for a studio and have no idea how development works. Them claiming the developers have already been paid, therefore it's only Warner Brothers and J.K. Rowling that will benefit from the sale. That is. B- 
that's rubbish. I mean, but like whether whether she's getting paid or not, though, the people who are who who are online running their mouth crying about this game, crying about what J.K. Rowling has said, if you don't agree with her stance, do then it. don't the, buy it. Exactly. The best way to speak is with your wallet. I'm tired of seeing people crying and come coming online crying, talking about, oh well, anybody that buys this game, you you know, you're this, you're thisophobe, you're a bigot. Shut the hell up. I'm about whatever I want to buy. If you don't agree, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't watch it. Don't read it. I'm sorry. These are the kinds of people. These are the kinds of people who I hate the most. If you mm. don't agree with something, just keep don't that, do it. Keep keep that away from me. Don't come over here to what I'm enjoying. What I'm enjoying, trying to tell me. Oh well, well did you know? I don't care what J.K. Rowling said. I, I like Harry Potter because I like Harry Potter. I can exactly. care less about the person who. I can care less about whoever created it. But the problem with, with society nowadays is that you got people who want to be, quote unquote, on the right side of history. I can like Harry Potter and still understand that what J.K. Rowling said about trans people or people within the LGBTQ uh, T community is wrong. I can acknowledge yeah. that. I, I, and, the, and, the, and the anti-Semitic stuff yeah. she's come out with. Um, well. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But, but what I'm not going to do is stop liking something because some piece of shit is out here talking out the side of their neck. That's not what I'm going to do. Yeah, uh, the, the big issue that people have though is that the fact she's going to profit from the sale, which hey, is she's likely going to do because she owns it. But hey, everyone's hey, saying, man. "Oh, developers aren't going to make any money." I've already been paid. That's rubbish. And there's a reason it is. it's rubbish because developers will get bonuses and they will keep their jobs based on the sales performance of the game they've just made. They've spent three, four years making this game. They get paid their annual salary, but if the game sells well, there'll either be promotion with pay rise or, or no job at all. And so like, and like what I don't, I've done the benefit is talking out the rubbish. And like something else that, that like I hate about this whole this whole thing, right, is that if you want people to live their life like this, you're gonna be doing a whole lot of nothing. The cell phones that I like to have so much, my tennis shoes that I like to wear because I like tennis shoes on my feet. I'm not trying to walk around barefoot. Everything you buy or own has been created or is being made in a super messed up way. So yeah. if if I want, so if you expect people to live their life to, to to just drop everything that comes out because some piece of shit is doing something bad, you're not gonna have anything to even enjoy because most of these people who invented this stuff or is making these things are bad people. Yeah. And I've and they're on question. Twitter as well. Sorry, go on, Chloe. I was just gonna say, I've got a question. Are you two gonna buy the game? I am going to review it. I'm buying a game uh, day I, one. I'm not day going. One, I'm, yeah, I'm not buying it. I'll most likely review it. All right, fine. I'm gonna, all right, fine. Let me rephrase that then to you, Major. If you weren't doing this and you didn't have the whole thing of reviewing games, would you have bought it? Probably, yeah. Right. Because I've been waiting for this game for the last 20 years. This is the game I wanted when Harry Potter released and I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to stop because I. I'm not a political person. I'm all for trans rights. If you want me to call you something else, that's fine. I'm not so much. I don't want you to stop referring to me as a cis gender man. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand any of that personally. It doesn't make sense to be a straight white man. Right. But I. I. If you want to be called that, fine. I've, I've got no problem yeah. with that. That's your business. It's nothing to do with me. It doesn't harm me if that's what you'll be called. That's fine. I'll do that. Yeah. But. I'm not going to stop liking something just because the creator of it, yeah, and just because the creator of it has different views to other people. And yeah, all right, expresses. I wouldn't call it a view. I'd call her a.
Yeah. All right, fine. Like, all right, fine. You're not going to stop liking something just because its creator is a Yeah. Pretty much. I think I mean, all three... It's the same with everything. Yeah, I think all three of us are on exactly the same page here. Yeah. And I will say, and the thing is, the, the hypocrisy of some of the statements, though, like some people will be sending out death threats because of what, this. What, the people that are planning on buying it? Yeah. No, and the, nobody the, said the, they're buying it. Not the people who buying it, because because I've been seeing hella death threats and stuff written by people who are out here trying to boycott the game. So it's the LB, so it's the LGBT community that's out here giving out death threats as well. It's coming from both sides, which 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 is which is why I said I could care less about anybody's gr- gripes or gravels. If if you don't like it, don't buy it, don't support it. Speak with your mm. wallet. But yeah, but don't try and force me, other people to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. and, and threaten them and call them names and. I'm trying to make me feel bad because. Because I grew up on something, and it's and it's a piece of media. It's not like I'm out here buying like blood diamonds and shit like that. It's a piece of media. <laughs> I don't months. think I don't think anybody is getting beaten, uh, mistreated, you know, not fed while they making this game. Mm. So it's like I, I don't know. Put it this way: the, put it this way. The only thing that is slightly that is going to possibly not stop me from buying it, but have me maybe wait a while, is the price. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's still going to be seventy quid. No, the thing no. is, though, that people have got a, a, a hypocritical uh, opinion of it because they're on Twitter. They're on Twitter, and they'll say Twitter because they're saying that you shouldn't use this because the person who made it's a bad guy. But you're on Twitter. And yet they're on Twitter. Owned by Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. Look right. into his history. <laughs> Do you know what? I've never thought the, of it like that. The guy owns. The guy's family had a stake of a diamond emerald mine in Zambia during apartheid that was primarily a workforce of children. Full slavery. He profited from slavery. The guy's been accused by several women of having been drugged and raped by him, and they were 17 at the time. He's not the nicest, most safest like person you could find. You're on Twitter. That's it. That, you know, you're on Twitter using Twitter. If you don't like, if you want to be on the right side of history, don't use don't Twitter. Use don't Twitter. use Facebook. Because Mark Zuckerberg has notably backed alt-right campaigns on Facebook. He's promoted misinformation. He's a nasty piece of work. You can't then use WhatsApp, Instagram. Don't go on Nintendo Switch. Because Nintendo has been involved with organised crime since the 1960s. They've they've been consulting with murderers and drug dealers for like the last 60 years. You can't can't pick and choose what you like. Well, you can. But you you don't get to dictate to other people. (laughs) That's crazy. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It Every, is. Everything on this planet has been at some point. Like, you can't wear clothes because there's a there was a poll last year or the year before where there was about 30% of all clothes produced in the US and Europe were made as a result of child labour. How are you going to mar- marshal that? How you might as well take all the clothes off your back. Majority of food. Now, what did I just say? <laughs> yeah. I just say, you see what I'm saying? And that's why I said, like, these people, like, it's like they pick and choose, you know, whenever they want to, you know, boycott something or whenever. And and granted, like I said, what she said was horrible. Like, the things that, that she's been on record saying, you know, that, that she don't think that these people are, are really real people. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of this stuff has been bad. But it's like, if I live my life to try to, to, try to dictate or choose what any and everybody else should be doing, nobody's going to be doing anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, we've got a quote here from Ryan Brown, who's a developer at Super Rare. 
Uh, he is a gay man. He does have an opinion on this. He said, it's a tricky one. I think reviewing it is fine. Just making people aware of the situation and not knowing whether JK is paid, etc. Leaving them to make their own decision on it and knowing the unique aspect of having to make a moral judgment on top of just purchasing it is a fair point. He's a gay man with a right to an opinion. He has a stake in it. He's not buying it himself. Mm. He's not going to get it. He said, I wouldn't buy it. Fair if someone else is able to separate the art from the artist. I'm not going to yell at anyone who decides to get it, but I would. That's the right way to go about it. That is the correct opinion to have. If you don't like it, fine. Don't buy it. But don't. They're going to lose money. They're not getting your sixty quid. But don't tell other people. Also, the people to have the same opinion as you. Yeah, I I guarantee we are going to get abuse and threats and everything when we do publish our review. I guarantee that that's going to happen because there will be people calling us turfs and sellouts and. Yeah. All manner of other nasty, disgusting things that I've seen in the comments section the last few days. And J.K. Rowling is one of those people that is just the most abhorrent kind of person because it's not just the things she said. She set up organisations to stop rights for trans people. She's a yeah. horrible, horrible person. And the fact that she's been made into the public eye has highlighted how horrible she is. She consults with far-right individuals who wanted to remove rights from gay people to take away their right to vote, etc. She yes. she talks with these people on a regular basis. She's a nasty human being. And I do not agree with a single thing she said. I think she's an abhorrent individual with a twisted worldview that does not deserve the money she's got. But, she but you still don't but you still don't watch Harry Potter on a yearly well uh, we you'd still I'm, watch I'm still gonna play this game. You still don't play the game. Exactly. It <laughs> I've got, I've got, I mean, I, I know she's going to get profit from it. She will do anyway, because she still gets paid from the sale of books. For many times, somebody watches a Harry Potter movie yeah. on TV. Anytime anyone purchases Harry Potter merchandise, she gets paid from everything. Are these people kicking <laughs> yeah. off in precisely the same way about the Fantastic Beast films? Though? No. Well, that doesn't make sense, because they're J.K. Rowling things too. Yeah, and she came it's, out. It's because they don't really care, Chloe. It's because they don't really care. If because if they really cared about it, the last place I would be somewhere trying to boycott something is on the internet. I would be out and about in real life trying trying to stop something. I wouldn't be making little fake petitions. I wouldn't be in comment threads or on Reddit posts. I would be outside in the real world fighting for my rights. Yeah. Yeah. And they would be out in front of the building and warning from tomorrow the game. Exactly. They don't the really care. Made, it's done. They don't really care, though, Chloe. They just want to yeah. make it seem like as if they out here doing the right thing, which is why I said they want to be, quote-unquote, yeah. on the right side on of history. On the right side of history. I never take, yeah. Exactly. So I never take anybody who, who was, who's crying about something serious on, online, especially Twitter, because your actions speak louder than words. And, and to me, if, if, if you really cared about, you know, these kind of things, the last place you would be complaining about it would be... Is the internet. Twitter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it. Uh, that's been episode 91. Thank you to Chloe and Ben for joining me this week. No problemo. Actually, every time. <laughs> I, know, I know. I need something else to wrap these up with. But to be honest, I've been up since half five this morning. I'm running out of words. All right, fair enough. Thank you to you, Ben, for joining me this week, bud. Been a pleasure. Yeah, man, you know, it's always a good time, man. Just yeah. for context, Ben, that's about half 12 midnight your time. Just to oh, yeah. put it into context for like how timings on your end. I get a busy day. <laughs> yeah. 
busy day. Yeah. Anyway, we'll busy being back. working with eleven-year-olds. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, more news. Well, I think we're going to have a couple of streams up this weekend as well. Uh, and then the podcast will be returning next Friday. The midweek will be returning in February. We're not doing it this month because there is just too much to do. Uh, we'll be returning in February for the midweek with Callum. We will be returning to the desk. Not Thank God, because I did not want to have to keep doing that myself. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on the socials for slash Games Inquirer. You can find us gamesinquirer.com. And uh, I've been Major. I hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy the weather. If it's the nice. Sun? Where you are. <laughs> well, in some places it's sunny. Uh, a lot of places it's snow- raining it's and snowing. It's so. supposed to be snowing up here this weekend, apparently. Well, apparently this weekend is going to be slightly a bit warmer. So uh, I might oh. go the garden and do some gardening whilst oh. it's Total contrast on different ends of the country then, because I've oh, I've overheard that it's meant to be snowing up here this weekend. Yeah, with you are, but you're at the north end of the country. No, I know. South. No, I know. I know. That's why <laughs> I said. That's why. No, I know. That's why I said total contrast on different ends of the country then. Yeah, slightly slightly warmer this weekend. It won't be raining. It's supposed to be slightly warmer. So thankfully, if 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 that prediction's true. I will be out in the garden. Anyway, thank you all for joining us. We will see you next week, same time, same place. Take care, guys. Love you. See you soon. Bye. Bye. It's the Talking Games Podcast.